Welcome back to Raw Nomadic Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Let's go. I want to do another episode on ayahuasca, a follow-up, because I didn't want to leave you guys hanging um, um, health with my health-wise. Health <laughs> um, so I do not have breast cancer. So let's just get that out of the way, and then we'll jump in. So there were a couple of little things that I forgot to mention um, about, I, I was, um, thinking that something might come up about animal communication in my session. I mean, in my ceremony <clears throat> and during the, after the second dose, um, I think it was kind of towards the end. My cousin's feral cat Loki popped up, which is really odd because I've communicated with uh, as of yesterday, I think it's 163 animals, and um, he, it, Abuela told me he's a teacher, so I said to Loki, you're a teacher, and he said, you didn't think I was just a cat, did you? My name's Loki, <laughs> and that was it, and so <clears throat> I let my cousin uh, Wes and his wife Chris no, and uh, I, I hope that they keep me posted because I'm so curious now. And I should just do another session with him. I did a session with him quite a while back, probably about a year ago, um, because he's uh, their feral cat, but he's getting his feral card pulled any second because he's become so used to a life of luxury in the house. They let him out every day, but they're kind of... Um, deciding that that's not such a good idea. He brings wild animals into the house. I probably told you about that um, a few episodes back in August when I sat for them for a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, he likes to bring in, he brought in a chipmunk and he brought in a bird. The other day he brought in a woodpecker, I guess. So she said, that's what he's teaching me today. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe lesson number 522 is be yourself. He is definitely being himself. So uh, I did connect with my dog, of course. I think I mentioned that before. Um, Kylie, my last dog, and then through her, Jebby, the dog I have now. And we were told by two different animal communicators, one that she was going to connect us to the right dog when the time was right. And then the other one was after we had Jebby and she confirmed, like, um, Kylie sent you this dog. And they do have similar let's see, similar challenges, which obviously are to teach us some things uh, too. So uh, Gabe said, did you reach out to Jebby while you were doing the ayahuasca? And I said, yeah, twice. Like I just had like the, just the clearest image of the back of her neck where her fur is really thick and white. And uh, he said, she woke up twice and barked in the middle of the night. <laughs> So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, there was one time I remember um, my phone like kind of coming into the picture. This was also after the second dose. And I hissed at it, like not out loud, but in my mind, I hissed at it like a cat. <laughs> I thought that was very interesting. Um and I also had like, every time I would try to remember something that was just mind blowing that I would want to tell Gabe, um, my partner, um, or someone else, like I would be kind of like, 
I don't know if the word's reprimanded, but reminded, like sternly reminded, this is not for recording. This is for experiencing. (laughs) And so I got that loud and clear that just like go with it. And it was really uncomfortable to try to remember things. It just was like, oh, no, don't do that. You're screwing everything up. Um, And, you know, I think that you can kind of pull yourself out of it and get just a very, you know, kind of a minimal experience if you're trying to sit up and stay awake and everything instead of just um, surrendering. Um, you know, I want to backtrack a little bit too, because I said, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to poop myself. That kept me from doing it for years. Um, but you know, that this might happen. And of course, you know, it didn't, but my friend who referred me to this organization, it's hummingbird, by the way, is the name of the organization. Um, she has pooped herself. <laughs> during ayahuasca so she's done it in different places um and she has taken kind of different mixtures there are some places that mix them different things um she said something about syrian roots or something that was not part of this ceremony Uh, we were told at the beginning by the shaman that this was just ayahuasca and um to not worry no one was going to die but sometimes when there are mixtures created then people do. So just note to self. I want to talk to you about cooked food too. I was shown like, um, you think you know what's in this stuff, but you don't. And it was almost like another one of those tidal waves, uh, where I was going to, you know, be crushed by it. But it was off to my right. Abuela, by the way, was always off to my left, which is really interesting too, because when I have, uh, when I experience clairaudience, um, it's always on my left-hand side. I haven't quite pieced together why that is, but my animal communication teacher, Nikki Vasquez, her communications come in on the left side also. So this wave or wall or whatever it was, it was kind of looming over me. <clears throat> she was, Abuela was showing me what cooked food is and I can just assume this is for me I wouldn't say I assume this for everyone because of course you know I have friends posting beautiful meals they're making and things uh, cozy things all the time um, on Facebook and whatever but um, she I just remember the biggest thing I remember seeing was hypodermic needles and the um, the symbol for radioactivity and that was enough for me. Uh, I I still have not had cooked food. I, what's, it's been a couple weeks now. I'm not like keeping track like I used to of how many days it's been really. It just um, I know that after that night I it it held no attraction for me. It's like I'm disinterested in it, which is freaking awesome because usually it takes me like several weeks of being raw to kind of feel that way. But even then, it wasn't quite like this. Like, this is a very comfortable, settled into, yeah, I don't care about that. Um, To the degree that Gabe wanted to go out for a burger the other night. And I was like, okay. Uh, So we went together. I wish I would have taken a packet of tea. They didn't have any herbal tea there. But I just sat and we just talked while he ate his burger and fries and stuff. And I 
didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. And um, there have been, oh, today at work, um, our, our manager ordered donuts for everyone, like a whole table full of donuts. Could not have cared less about them. I was so into my um, tomato basil soup. Shoot, I was going to write that down and give that recipe to you guys because I really perfected it. Um, let's see if I can remember everything. I do about eight tomatoes. And if you can do organic on all of this or fresh ingredients on all of this, it's uh, so good. Uh, so about eight tomatoes. Uh, I do one cup of fresh basil. I do one tablespoon of um, nutritional yeast. And I do a half a teaspoon of Himalayan sea salt. That is up to you if you want that in there. I do a half a teaspoon of ground black pepper. I do one fresh red pepper, one red bell pepper. I do two teaspoons of vinegar. Then I do um, oregano, half a teaspoon, garlic, half a teaspoon, and uh, I do onion powder, half a teaspoon, or you can do fresh onion. That's all in the Vitamix. Um, blend until nice and warm. I've been putting this in a thermos that Gabe got me that has like a little pop top where I can just drink it. And oh my gosh, today, especially I froze on the tarmac. We had a really unusual situation where I was standing out there with the wands uh, to uh, wing walk for 40 minutes. I waited out there. That just never happens. 10 maximum, like waiting for another plane to get out of the way or, or, you know, somebody on the plane got sick or whatever. So we're just like holding, waiting. No, this was 40 minutes and I could not get warm again. Uh, but the soup really, really helped and really hit the spot. And I, uh, yeah, just tweaked it and tweaked it over the years. So I just, it's my favorite, favorite recipe that I do. And by the way, you can use those same ingredients instead of tomatoes. I've done this with um, I've done this with sweet potatoes. I've done this with mushrooms. I've done this with carrots. Uh, well, I do carrot ginger, so not the basil, but uh, ginger instead. Um, oh, and a uh, yellow squash. So like these ingredients here, this seasoning is fantastic. You can leave out the red bell pepper too. So getting back to the cooked food, uh, yeah, I just don't have an interest in it. And I'm still feeling that um, just very content, even keel, um, happy, I'm happy. It seems really weird to say that being only six months out from Devin's death, but I know that I couldn't have done that without the ayahuasca. I wasn't willing to take any kind of pharmaceuticals, any antidepressants. I just don't, I just don't 
subscribe to that. I just, uh, I def definitely needed help. Um, and ayahuasca was it for me. And, you know, okay, so if you're just tuning in, I've been an aspiring raw vegan for 17 years. Um, I say aspiring because 2015, I was able to do it for like eight months, but that was with the help of an online group. So just on my own, I've been going on and off raw for 17 years. And I actually like had my first like raw came onto my radar and bought my first raw books in 2000. I bought Giuliano's cookbook. So I knew about it, didn't know it was like a lifestyle and not some insanely disciplined people, <laughs> a handful of them, until 2006. That's when I started going raw. So I've just been falling off the wagon, falling off the wagon over and over. I, I say thousands of times, Gabe says, uh, no, I don't even think you're in the triple digits, but we've only been together for almost 10 of those years. And this is me like every week almost, you know, um, sometimes like every couple days or I'd make it a day and I'd fall off. I'd try again the next day I'd fall off, you know, every combination. It's just been one giant experiment or a million little ones. But I've learned my body really well and how it responds to raw and and just know that that is my best self. And that brings me to looking at the map. I hadn't looked at my map of listeners in a little while. And um, wow, there are a lot of you now. <laughs> and I just kept thinking, like, why are they listening to this? <laughs> I know that's a terrible thing to say. It's not intended to be self-deprecating, just like true wonder. And all I could think of was like, I am the least likely raw vegan, like the most unlikely, <laughs> confessions of the most unlikely raw vegan. I mean, if you've been here from the beginning, you know, like I grew up on a farm you know, I grew up eating all the meat, the dairy, like uh, that was our life. And and I feel like as an adult, I became really addicted to junk food and I went through all the sugar addiction stuff. And um, I have ADD, so that always kind of goes hand in hand with low dopamine. I feel like genetically, my family, at least my dad's side, but if not both, I, I honestly feel there's a lot of ADD in both sides, but I just think like we are um, really prone to depression. And I think a lot of large part of that is low dopamine could be a lot of things um, playing into it. I know I'm really low um, at times in vitamin D also, um, but it could be a number of, of chemicals in my brain, in my body. So I'm also very impulsive because of the ADHD. So uh, that discipline uh, is really a tightrope walk for me. And um, it's not what I'm having to do now. It's just natural. It's like something was adjusted. I remember asking Aya, Abuela, whatever, you know, I feel like more comfortable calling her Abuela Grandma. But because uh, it just does seem like a, a, a wise sage um, guiding you through your ayahuasca journey I asked her to help me with this fix this you know like if you have to do it surgically like whatever just help me and 
clearly she did. So anyway, whatever reason you're listening, I'm really glad you're here. And um, honestly, this is what I would have wanted. It's funny, I've been giving people these um, little things that I wish I would have had. Um, like a map to the employee parking at the airport, which is like way out there um, at O'Hare. I wish I would have had someone, I remember Googling a number of times, um, raw vegan is hard or having a hard time with raw vegan. Nobody ever um, wants to say that it's hard. I think in all those years, two people have admitted that it's hard. Um, And maybe it's not for a lot of people. I mean, some people, they're able to just go raw overnight and that's it. But it's rare. And I felt a frustration with people not being honest about it. But maybe, maybe people just weren't having the experience that I was. Or the people that were having the experience I was with it being really difficult weren't staying on it long enough to even share about it. They were just like, whatever, that's not for me. I can't do it. I don't know. I don't know. But I guess you are getting a unique perspective in that I've been trying for so long and I felt like I was failing at it for so long and something has shifted Um, and I will be eternally grateful. I just feel like I was righted. Uh, the, the course, my course was righted. So I think that sums up everything I wanted to cover in the follow-up. I totally recommend ayahuasca. And if anybody asks me like, how, why are you able to say raw now? Or why are you, you know, oh, you're really losing weight uh, now. Like, um, whatever observations friends and family make, I'm totally going to give ayahuasca the credit because God knows I've tried everything I could think of to keep myself raw for the last 17 years and it wasn't working. And it's not like I'm a weak person. Um, You know, if you've listened to this, you know, I've done some, you know, difficult things. Um, I think most people I know think of me as a pretty strong person. Um, but this was, this was different. And they say, you know, your biggest challenges are the life lessons you wanted to master during this lifetime. And it's funny, I always thought it was discipline when I would think about like the challenge of raw food. But now it just feels natural. I'm not having to like, you know, (laughs) daydream about having, you know, things tattooed on me to remind me like of why, why you're doing this, why your whys are so important. They are, but it's just not something I'm thinking about now. I just want the food I want. Like I'm thinking about the salad I'm going to make and, um, you know, just my mind naturally goes to, Ooh, I can't wait to have that soup. And that's going to be so good. And, um, but it's also not like I'm thinking about food all the time either. It's just manageable now. And maybe it's all just that my mind is in a better place. 
so everything is a little bit easier. Who knows? There's just really, it's difficult to quantify these things. But if you're struggling with raw, I want you to know, like, there's hope. And, and maybe you don't have to do ayahuasca. But um, don't think of it as a last resort. Because I didn't even know it would help me in this way. I knew it helped alcoholics never drink again, many of them. Um, but I just wish I would have not waited so long. I'm glad I did it when I did it. The timing was perfect. Um, I just, wow, I waited over five years to do it and look at how much it helped me. And I'm only a couple weeks in. So it really changed the course of my life, I suspect. And I have an appointment with my doctor tomorrow and my blood sugar is way down. Um, I think it was like 140 this morning. So I did take it down below 100 by fasting back in June. But I just couldn't maintain that. I was feeling so emotional about losing my niece and um, really eating a lot of feelings over the summer and into the fall. So my high blood sugar was 525 in August when I was sitting with Loki and Daisy um, on my cousin's farm. So to get it down to 140 just doing raw and getting a pretty good physical workout at the airport um, on the ramp has been good. And dog walks, a little bit of running now with my dog. I'm really psyched to get back into running. So, all right. I, again, thank you for being here. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> Have a beautiful day.